0: Wow, wow, Wow! it's a very nice podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in sunny Los Angeles, California. You just love, why are you throwing in sunny? Because it's you know. something I used to do. I'm, I'm grateful for the sun, man
1: gratitude yeah that's real um manny here in madrid spain
0: pretty much where we left off although manny's been traveling um i also did some traveling actually um but we're back in our in our in our home bases uh manny's his voice is a little hoarse from his wild trip to amsterdam which he'll get into later um, so, so bear with them, but Loki, I like the raspy voice. I think I've talked about this prior since I think we've both had, you know, cases of sickness throughout our like three plus years doing the podcast. Like, it's like a, it's a sexy, it's a sexy raspy voice, you know,
1: Yoni, Yoni gets turned on when my voice is raspy,
0: bit <laughs> of a dry spell, bit of a dry spell out here. So,
1: uh, <laughs> you, you just put that on the internet. That's wow.
0: Proudly. You know what? It's good. It's good to to humble yourself publicly sometimes is what I've learned. Um, (laughs) Laughing at yourself is the best medicine for your sadness. Anyways, to get into some fun news. (laughs) There's actually Uh, a decent argument there. You might be right.
1: Yeah, let's get into the news.
0: I mean, actually, before we get into the news... (laughs) I quickly want to, you know, on that topic, I had my uh, professor my Mon- on my Monday class who kind of like goes over random shit about like our feelings and like we talked about like emotional frequencies for like an hour during our professional production methods class. So you can imagine as someone paying like, you know, however many thousands of dollars for that class as part of my tuition not the happiest about talking about emotional frequencies but then she was just going on about how like what is that yeah that's a great question um i still don't really know even after an hour of talking about it (laughs) but basically like the higher the frequency the better the emotion essentially and according to her the top emotional frequency is enlightenment um and then like joy is up sounds like she's, gonna she's just, just yapping. like she's just she she is quite the yappa yappa yappa, yappa.
1: but sounds uh, like she's just done done a lot of psychedelics and and yeah like
0: she's, really hope she really hope she does not listen to this podcast um that i would definitely fail with that let's get in the news so more about ai and the dystopian future um that we are heading towards um basically open ai Announced its new uh, sort of uh, AI tool called Sora, which is basically uh, a text to video um, sort of program that allows you to make like super realistic, um, up to like 60 second long videos featuring quote unquote highly detailed scenes, complex camera motion, and multiple characters with vibrant emotions just out of a written text prompt. So, like, you would basically type in the prompt of whatever it is that you want a video of, and it would make, like, a cinematic video for you, essentially. And as a filmmaker, um, kind of troubling, because I would like to get paid to make those types of videos. Um, but it seems as though that AI can now pretty much do that. So I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Um, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. And currently these videos like look insane. Like they can literally make like a human eye blinking to like mammoth, like dogs playing in the snow. It looks hyper realistic.
0: Yeah, it also has the capabilities to make video clips from static images, as well as extend existing video footage or complete segments. So this actually reminds me, there's this trend on TikTok, which also uses AI, where it's like you put in a, a, fo- a photo, like a static image, and then it will like, the AI will zoom out the photo into like a 0.5 type of lens, and it will like create the surrounding- yeah, that like, because, you know, now it's more zoomed out, you need to fill in more space. And sometimes it makes like random shit, but sometimes it's like hyper realistic. And it's like, holy shit, that like could have been the background of, you know, the the outer edges of the photo that you took. So, um, quite terrifying. Um, not really sure what to think about it. I know that, um, filmmakers and like people in the entertainment industry have already started using sort of technology like this in terms of when pitching, trying to pitch movies and ideas with certain actors in it, they will, you know, type in the actor, actress's name and, like, like write out a a description to envision what they would would look like for that film so that they can, like, pitch it to, you know, executives and, and whatnot to, like, be like, hey, this is what it would literally look like, like, pretty sick, right, you know? So it can be a useful tool, like, in that case helps out the people the creatives trying to pitch an idea but um soon enough the executives would be like why do we need you let's just fucking make the movie (laughs) using this
1: (laughs) so you you know i'm not gonna lie man it sounds pretty helpful
0: it is and uh, like what my professors have been saying is like hey like you got it's not going anywhere like you have to learn how to use it not like try to resist it so like I guess I'll be starting to use this. I don't know if it's like a... If you have to pay for... Or you probably have to pay for it since it's like a new feature. The, um, uh, the
1: extended clip thing is also wild. It's like they could take this video of us doing a podcast and then just extend it to get you to say something really fucked up.
0: <laughs> like, we should like test that out. Because like, I'm curious if like... Let's say we make like a 10-minute podcast. And then we're like... I don't know how the capabilities of how much it can do. But, like, let's say, like, make it a 40-minute podcast. And, like, imagine it just does a better job at podcasting than us. Like,
1: There's also, like, something surprised. said that OpenAI <laughs> doesn't give the public its full capability. So that if you, like, had OpenAI's full capability, you could do that. But probably not with what they give the public.
0: That would be, like, so creepy to see, like, ourselves doing a podcast that's not us. Like... Just imagine. Like, what would we talk about? Like, you're right. You could cancel people with, like, that tool. Well, Be deep, like, hey, look what deep they fakes
1: said. <laughs> deepfakes have yeah. already kind of been a thing, though.
0: Yeah, like, Taylor Swift was nude on the internet for a bit. Like, <laughs> because of the deepfakes. Like, 47 million people on, like, X or Twitter saw that. Saw some deepfake before, it was like, the account was taken down. Crazy. Hmm. I don't know why that... Wow. You know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'll... We'll see how it goes. But um, another bit of funny, interesting news, uh, less dystopian, um, there is now a new dating app uh, for people, just for people with good credit scores. So this is very much giving me like, oh, this is how you would find your sugar daddy type vibes um, if you're a woman or sugar mama if you're a guy. Um, But basically it debuted um, this past Monday. By a financial platform called Neon Money Club. And basically it's a limited time dating app. Like it's only gonna be up for ninety days. And it's for people with credit scores six seventy five and above. Um and the app is aimed at connecting singles who value financial wellness in relationships. So no no broke uh no broke broke motherfuckers on this app. Uh it's it's because ne- 'cause they're acting like
1: family. they're acting like, oh, like good on this app if you want to find someone who you can buy a house with when probably almost no Americans can buy a house right now anyways,
0: even with yeah. credit. Yeah. <laughs> Another bit of news to tally onto that, considering what you said, like mortgage rates just hit a – rose again to 6.77%. So yeah, that's a great point. Um, but I mean I don't – I don't even know what my credit score is. Is that bad? Like – it's <laughs> shit. No, I'm, just kidding.
1: I'm sure it's fine If, if you have a credit the card to pay,
0: uh... Yeah we'll see uh, As a filmmaking major The credit score will probably be going down In the next five years but, uh, <laughs> We shall see maybe I'll, maybe I'll go on there And like Then I'll meet you and I'll be like Man you're like sugar daddy me yeah. First of all you know
1: if I was gonna be a sugar daddy, I would not. I would not choose you.
0: You wouldn't choose me. Like, okay, I would yes, because I would choose Daniel.
1: I would choose <laughs> Daniel over you.
0: But Daniel's actually—that's fair. I was gonna say Daniel's gonna be like wealthy and successful one day because he's gonna be a doctor, but that takes like <laughs> ten years. So maybe in the meantime. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm choosing. I'm, I would let Daniel oh, live fine.
0: with me, and like next time I. Labor. When I when I make a blockbuster movie, I'll just be like, I just want credit. Right, I won't let you, like come, to, I won't to you come to the premiere.
1: Don't act <laughs> like you're not taking me to the red carpet. Okay, calm down.
0: You're I'm gonna carry you. Um, last bit of news I have, which is funny, relates to finance <laughs> as well. This was crazy um and like i like this guy's this has to be like somewhat illegal in some way even though it seems like it was an accident but basically um there was a typo in lyft's uh fourth quarter earnings report uh lift the rideshare app that led to a dramatic increase and then subsequent decline in the company's share price um this past earlier this week um so they like basically released a, a post-market report that forecasted a gross margin growth of 500 basis points which equates to five percent um which caused the, the stock to spike um, but that turned out that it added a zero on accident and that it meant to say 0.5 uh, percent 50 basis points um <laughs> so they changed that and then it went back down i guess but like my question is like is anyone gonna get in trouble for that like it seems as though oh it was God. a mistake but like Imagine you're the guy who's doing the report, right? You're the one typing in the numbers. You know that if you accidentally put a quote-unquote typo, then the it's stock's going to shoot.
1: So and then you're going to If like you're working for Lyft, you definitely have Lyft stock.
0: Stock. And then what you're going to do is you're going to sell it right after the earnings report comes out, and then when you fix the typo. You, you're gonna sell it once it spikes, then you're gonna sell it up there, and then you're gonna fix the typos, go back down, and then maybe you buy it again, maybe you don't. But
1: and dude, but it's actually coffee. crazy. I'm, I'm looking at their stock right now. February thirteenth, it's at twelve dollars and thirteen cents. February fifteenth, it's at nineteen. So it spiked like hugely, and then right now it's sitting at seventeen ninety. Yeah,
0: so like it, it low key like stayed up. Two. Like even despite the um the typo, like it didn't go back down to what was it, twelve you said? Which is even more um, interesting
1: to uh, me. Yeah, I, I just read something that says lift shares surge a strong earnings report offsets typo confusion. So apparently there was a typo was still... but that but that also they had a good report. So basically like it spiked. And they're like, oh, it's a typo, So some people sold. And then they're like, wait, but they're actually doing pretty well. So then I guess some people just <laughs> held.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, that, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, makes sense if, you know, good earnings report stock goes up. But, yeah, corrected a bit. But, yeah, no, that's interesting. I guess the 0.5% was still uh, <laughs> pretty good. But who knows, guys? Uh, not We're not giving the official financial advice, but maybe go buy left. Who knows? Maybe they'll do another... Um, typo <laughs> or maybe uber will next time we'll see if we have insider info we will not let you know um so yeah what else <laughs> what else do we got oh this is you manny what do you what do you got for
1: yeah. us yeah yeah i got I got a few pieces of news the first one is <clears throat> and all of the news sites are trying to pose it like oh after trump lost a lawsuit that says he has to pay 350 million dollars i don't think it has anything to do with it i think he's just being hilarious like like not hilarious, like oh slay? it's like just just it's just goofy. He uh Slay Donald Trump. Donald Trump just released um, a sneaker. He basically came out during a speech and said that he's been wanting to do this for over ten years. He's been talking about releasing sneakers for over ten years. And he came out and he released the Never Surrender High Tops um the description of the sneakers say they're for go-getters who don't know the word quit these kicks are for true patriots um and the website says it has no connection to trump's campaign i went to the website the shoes are high tops completely gold and like basically where you find a swoosh on nikes there's a big letter t um, and then behind the gold, like on the upper upper sole, sole I think, is the American flag. And they were $399. Um, and they sold out.
0: That is so freaking patriotic.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they sold out. It like they were
0: spray-painted
1: gold. And, and I'm looking at the site, and they actually only released a thousand pairs so very few
0: exclusive um
1: but the site also has trump victory 47 perfume and then he has two more shoes that you can pre-order called the t red wave and the potus 45 dude (laughs) dude
0: This is unreal. Do you remember? I think we may have talked about it like a year or two ago or like during the 2020 election where it was like Biden versus Trump and Andrew Schultz was like, look, like Biden's good and all that, but he's not moving merch like Trump is. Like Trump can move any type of merch. And this is just another exhibit of that. Like this man can, can make anything and it will just sell. Like he could be making more money from his business ventures as a presidential candidate and as president than he may have, you know, fucking before he was even president.
1: (laughs) It's kind of absurd. Trump also, though, has lost so much money in the last eight
0: years. (laughs) Well, now he's also like paying all like the the lawyer bills and shit, so cannot be helpful on the finances. Yeah,
1: I think I read something a few weeks back that like a super PAC has spent fifty million dollars on Trump's legal fees.
0: Wow, that's a quite of an investment. Um, so man, like you you cop in one of these, like if they mass release or what, like? I might, well, I might
1: have to. My okay, thing is, I don't know. How, like, what do you think of like one of your boys is is wearing? You know.
0: It's, like, basically a MAGA hat. Like, it's, like, a status symbol.
1: But it's $400. Like,
0: like uh, what if he's like, one.
1: no, I don't like Trump. They're, they're just drippy. You know? Like, what are you <laughs> saying? I don't, I don't
0: know. Look, I respect, like, if that's your style, that's your style. It's like, yeah, that's, like, an expensive-ass MAGA hat. Like, this is for, like, the uh, the wealthy Trump supporters. Like, anyone can buy, like, whatever, like, a $15 MAGA hat. But, like, if you're no, a true... Poor, poor people would buy him. Yeah, probably. They'd like waste their week salary on it, <laughs> and Trump's like, "I'm for the people." Um, no, that's so, that's so interesting. What were the names of the gold ones again? Um,
1: the Never Surrender high tops.
0: <laughs> like these sound like Nike, like kind of names, except like completely like Trump. Like the, or like you said, like what was it, the Trump 45s or something, like where it's like numbers and shit. Like
1: the marketing yeah, team,
0: they're, they're on something with this shit. I mean, look, the gold is a bit much for me. So maybe if they come out with a few different colorways, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll just be like flexing them in the, in the podcast. the knows? No, I'm joking. Uh-huh. Biden's got to like pop <laughs> his <laughs> merch, man. No I just don't know if it's
1: Biden's sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> um moving the, on the
0: the, dementia, the biden releases release a sneaker like the dementia 12s you know <laughs>
1: anyways yeah <clears throat> moving on um so kind of a crazy thing in the uk somebody basically placed a uh, a 50 kilometers uh, sign over a 40 kilometers speed limit sign and hundreds of drivers subsequently got pulled over for speeding because they were going, you know, 50 in a 40. And it came out, like, they know that it was this sign, and the UK said that they're still going to give them tickets. And it kind of seems like, and apparently, like, six of those drivers um, are going to lose their license because they were speeding. And what was kinda it was kind of hilarious. It's like a Bugs Bunny situation.
0: So, like, the, the police, they know that it's not that. Like, what is the actual speed limit there?
1: 40. And they said 50, it was a fifth. If you were listening, yeah. I yeah, so accept <laughs> your apology.
0: Okay. Um. <laughs> you heard you th- you felt it through my my sine waves um so like Your i vibrations. guess I, be, I guess because yeah the vibrations the f- the emotional, emotional frequency fre- yeah the emotional frequencies um so i guess like i mean like i don't know like it's fucked because that is the actual speed limit and so like you know the but like how, wait how long was the sign up for did you say that um, I, let me do a little checky check. Okay, see, I knew, I knew you were missing some info, because like, I feel like it's on the police if it was up there for so long without it being taken down because it was factually incorrect. Like, it's like illegal probably to put up a sign like that.
1: Um, police said the fines are within the law. It did not say how long it was up.
0: Yeah. Oh fine. no no.
1: Um, I think it was up for multiple days. That's ridiculous. That's, uh... Like, how upset would you be if you get that ticket, you know? (laughs) And
0: you're like, buddy, I was in the speed limit. This reminds me of when, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but when it was during COVID. I remember this,
1: I remember this. You only got a ticket, and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't oh, actually you're gonna, Oh, you're going to tell the
0: story for me. You're going to tell the story for me. I'm
1: saying you what you're gonna. about to say is fake news.
0: It's fake news. <laughs> it's 100% real news, and it's ironic because the fact that you said fake news like Trump, and it was during the, uh, like the election year, and it was because... I was rushing home I was rushing home from an election official training session in downtown Denver because I had volunteered
1: to perform Yoni my helped bring it civic out. duty. Yoni helped bring it out.
0: <laughs> exactly. I rigged it for Biden. Um, I, I decided to perform my civic duty to volunteer and work for the election, the 2020 election. I'm coming back from a training session, right? I'm rushing home to get to my Zoom class on time because I'm running late. So maybe I go 10 over the speed limit, okay? Not crazy, okay? Some biker policeman pulls me over. I'm like so close to my house too. I'm on Alameda. And he pulls me over. He's like, hey, you're going to this over the speed limit. I'm like, officer, so sorry. I explained the whole spiel, you know? Coming from my civic duty work, going to class, you know, being a good student. He's like, he literally says to me, wow, thank you for doing that for our, our, our county. We appreciate that. Here's your ticket. I'm like, I was like, at first I was like, oh, okay, thanks. I like, assuming he's going to be like, I'll let you off with a warning. Nope. Nope. Fuck that no guy. Warning. Don't remember his name. Got two points on my license. Then my premium went way the fuck up because I'm a young male. Hashtag sexism. And then I got <laughs> kicked off my insurance. Brutal <laughs> day. Because my parents were like, nope, Too expensive. Yeah, Quite did you move
1: So basically What I'm hearing is
0: Basically Fuck the UK Fuck speed limits Okay Um
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm done Anyways Well I'm, I'm next sorry time. man That's That's <laughs> tough no, I'm, I'm I'm sorry for you
0: Not as tough Ooh. as Alexei Navalny, Navalny's fate though If you want to get into that
1: Yeah Um, yeah, that, that's like, it's pretty sad stuff. So basically, Alexei Navalny, for those of you who don't know, is a famous Russian who is anti-Putin. Um, he's like, honestly, more of like, they, they considered him Putin's main, like, political opposition, even though this guy would like make YouTube videos and like, all he would do is like expose like corruption in Russia, like how Putin's super rich and stuff. And basically, yeah, like, he was doing all this stuff. He was super vocal about being anti-Putin. And then a handful of years back, um, he was on a plane when he was poisoned with a nerve agent to kill him. He, He had an assassination attempt, which he survived. And this guy's such a badass that after he survived it, he found the number of the agent who gave the nerve agent to, like, a random woman. Who accidentally gave it? Who accidentally poisoned him? Like they tricked a woman into trying to assassinate him, and um, he got the agent to admit over a phone call to trying to assassinate him, like by pretending to be a high-ranking Russian official.
0: <laughs> like KGB. Um, what, what did the agent probably didn't get arrested or anything because? Well, yeah, of course, but it's Russia. <laughs> he uh,
1: after his assassination attempt he was in Germany um, to be recover to recover, and he could have just stayed in Germany you know, stay away from Russia where they want to kill you he decides to fly back to Russia um, because he didn't want to be in exile immediately gets arrested at the airport on some random like trumped up charges and he was in jail they gave him like a 19 year sentence for like some like made up thing and then um, he was in jail for I think about two years. When they announced this week that uh, he died of a blood clot in an Arctic Circle prison, so basically he was murdered.
0: That's interesting. Like, how long has he been in prison for? Like, when when did he come back to Russia?
1: I think two years, and and he's in his forties, so yeah. Interesting. Did not die. Of yeah. A blood clot. I'm and, just curious um, about why
0: they decided why they decided now. now, but
1: yeah, I mean, who knows? A lot, of, but mm-hmm. people were upset, obviously, and yeah. actually, and we'll get into my trip in a sec. But when I was in Amsterdam, um, we noticed a large gathering of people for some kind of rally, and we didn't really know what it was for. So we walk over, and it was actually a rally, or not not so much a rally as a vigil, mourning Alexei Navalny, because he kind of represented a democracy in Russia. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff.
0: What's sad, man. I mean, this also comes after there was that mercenary leader who died in a plane crash, quote-unquote. And, like, at this point, like we talked about, Putin is not, like, really hiding it at all. It's pretty, like, obvious as to what he was doing. And fun fact—not really a fun fact, but several, I think— some time ago President Biden like made a statement being like if Navalny dies like that's a red line like Russia will face Serious consequences for for doing that and um, So we'll see we'll see if that's a fake red line, but not sure exactly what They can do besides like war um, Yeah, and
1: in and Biden yeah. did come out and say uh Yeah,
0: he's probably really angry.
1: So he came out and said Putin is responsible. And then he also said that he's contemplating steps to punish Moscow as world leaders blame monster Putin.
0: Monster. Yeah.
1: But I I don't really know what they can do that they're not already doing because of the Ukraine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm reading an article saying, like, they're obviously already imposing sanctions because of, you know, the war that Russia started against Ukraine and whatnot, but, I mean, and that's, like, still going on, kind of a stalemate, and we'll see, man, a lot of things are playing out, it seems like World War III is, um, I'm not gonna say, I'm not an alarmist, but regional wars could break out here and there, um, already have, um... It's interesting to see what Russia and China will do next. The bigger players. Yeah. Um, and what but it is it, is, it is
1: sad about it is sad about this guy. I've watched a documentary on him. He's he's honestly such a badass. And, and hundreds of people in Russia actually are being arrested for uh, mourning his death. Mourning his death, death. Death, death.
0: Such a shame. Yeah.
1: And uh, That's anyways. True later. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Yoni. Into some happier news. R.I.P. Navalny. <laughs> Um I think yeah. he's a good guy by the way if 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 he did something gross which I don't think he did I did, I don't know about it but as far as I know he's a great <laughs> guy You <know> what <laughs> I mean, um tell, tell me to. about your week what tell, what's going on with you
0: Yeah man so I had the opportunity to go to this hilarious comedy show Um, That was done by this guy named Eli Leonard and he literally looks like Larry David in his adolescence So just like imagine Larry David's face except not bald and with like a full-on Jufro like massive Jufro Names Eli Leonard. He has this show comedy show called good showbiz as in like good Shabbos Um, and it's basically just it's hilarious it kind of does like whip out every single Jewish stereotype you can think of but like in a hilarious way besides just like playing the stereotypes like (laughs) to start off with this man comes down fully dressed as like a Haredi Jew balancing like a glass of wine on his head and like (laughs) doing shit like that, and the man has like a wad of cash that basically like if you participate in the show like he'll pay you and it was real cash like I made five dollars in total <laughs> and, like like we did like the hor like uh the thing where you lift the guy up like for his bar mitzvah and like I went up as one of the few able-bodied men in the theater because there was like maybe forty people in total in the theater um and like I just got paid for my labor and which was great but Guy's absolutely hilarious, like, (laughs) brought, like, a a prosthetic nose to wear, (laughs) like, like a massive pointy nose, but, like, obviously he's Jewish, and, um, he kind of, like, plays into the bit and, like, makes fun of the stereotypes themselves, um... And it was great. Like, I, I was just getting paid for doing stuff. Like, he was like, all right, now time for the classic racist and sexist joke. He did his racist joke. And then he was like, woman, man. And then he gets to his sexist joke. He's like, okay, now time for my sexist joke. He's like, woman, man. Where uh, <sighs> he, uh, where did
1: he, it he perform?
0: It was like the Elasian Theater. Hmm. The Elasian. Small theater. Yeah,
1: you used to go to a... Uh... There's a really famous comedy place called uh, The Laugh Factory. Factory. You should yeah. go to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm planning
0: on it. I've been uh, doing research as to which shows I should go to. But yeah, Comedy Store too. There's LA is like the scene for comedy, which is really cool. And I, I want to check out a lot of places. I also got free tickets to this place called Flappers Comedy Club because I had my camera on during a, a Zoom orientation call. So... For those out there, you might actually be rewarded for having your camera on during a Zoom. Um, but dude was <laughs> – dude was hilarious. He was about to gave, tell his sexist joke. He was like, woman, man. And then I just was like – he was like, they are – and then I was like, the worst. I just yelled out because <laughs> I was like and, – and I'm just going to say – I'm just going to put it out there. I do not think women are the worst. But I was attempting to make my money from the show. And yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole theater laughed. I'm like, I could do this show. It gave me the confidence, yeah, like, maybe I, maybe I could do yes, this
1: Yeah.
0: And then he was like, he was like, like, he was like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That was the joke. Thank you for taking it. But then he paid me, so it was, it was, it was pretty great. Nice check him out. He does like funny comedy sketches. He, I think he has a sketch on TikTok called like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but in high school. So, cause he's like young. Um, but yeah. Oh, what else? Um, oh yeah. And then yesterday I played beach volleyball. Which, uh, like at the Santa Monica beach. Which by the way, electric, I don't know if you do that very often when, you, when you've when you been Never. in camp. But, I, I wonder how you'd be. I wondered how we'd match up and the volleyball. I'd probably, I'd probably whoop your ass, but now that I have some experience under my belt, um, but I've come to find out that film kids are extremely unathletic. Um, I was by far, uh, the beast of the hour. I was like equivalent to LeBron James on, on, on the, on the sand. Um, and maybe I'll go into beach volleyball one day. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to pull up to those beach volleyball courts right next to your old dorm, uh, play with the USC ladies and, uh, Maybe I'm, I think I've just found a new talent, you know, basketball. I, I have that I think volleyball. I have a few like,
1: friends from LA, like who grew up by beach towns and they play beach volleyball because oh, they, they
0: grew up. Oh, they're probably dirty. Yeah.
1: yeah. And like a lot of those towns have like D1 beach volleyball athletes type. type I'm sure. Stuff. Like we
0: were on the beach and when we first got there, we were lucky enough to wear like this guy was packing up like he they were finishing up their game and he was like, you know how they like bring their own like set of lines to the beach so they like have the rules and He's like, you guys are lucky that I'm leaving now. Like, people are territorial out here. People get here at like 6 a.m. and like mark their territories with their lines. And I was like, it's not, I didn't know it was this serious, man. He's like, yeah, you guys should buy like $20 like, string lines or you can get the real nice ones like these bad boys here for 100 plus. And I'm like, why would you spend $100 on volleyball lines? And I was just hey, like – Hey,
1: man, 100, for $100, you can get infinite joy.
0: I can get – but I can get like ten burritos with that. Like that's great. That's it's great it's too. It's
1: interesting that you think of things in terms of burritos. Honestly, Always. there are way worse ways to think of things in terms of like I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Well yeah, like when I first came to Madrid, I saw that you could buy a bottle of wine for four Euros, so for a bit I was thinking of everything in terms of bottles of wine. In Madrid. In Euros. Yeah.
0: That's actually a solid ass deal, but that what's that like six seven bucks? Yeah,
1: no, it's it's solid. no no no. The conversion rate's like one point one. It's it's like four
0: bucks. Mm, I don't know about that one.
1: Last time I checked, it was higher, but maybe
0: it went down. I'm not a forex expert, but what else? Oh yeah, everyone around us was like ten times better than us, and we. I just felt like like we were like the. We were like the sped kids, just like not. Just not understanding what was going on Like, not knowing guys, the
1: game <laughs> You guys were just bumming, basically
0: We were bumming, but it was a good time Good time, um, but yeah Manny, how was your, uh Extravagant trip to, to the, the Amsterdam
1: Yeah, I wouldn't call it extravagant I stayed at a, uh <laughs> Stayed at a hostel But, uh, it was pretty insane, we stayed right The hostel we stayed at was, like, downtown It's just so chaotic down there um We were pretty close to the Red Light District. And the first night we went to a bar in the Red Light District. And it's just crazy because... You know, for those who don't know, the Red Light District is famous for having, you know, women... Who are are legal prostitutes, basically advertise themselves in windows. And it's like, we're going to a bar, and right next to the bar, it's like... Just like a woman in a window. And it's just... it It was just a crazy thing to see. Obviously... You know, did not partake. It was more of, like, just walking through was a crazy experience. Um, But, yeah, that's where we stayed. And, yeah, Amsterdam was lovely. People in the Netherlands ride bikes just about everywhere. Um, So there's tons and tons of bikes. And our first day, me and my friends walked all the way to the Van Gogh Museum just to realize that they had sold out of tickets. So we were bums and walked all the way there just to not get in.
0: Why, why, did um, you get the tickets? why didn't you get the tickets online?
1: Because we didn't, we didn't think about that. <laughs> um, but gone. the next day, the next day we got <laughs> tickets for another museum because Van Gogh was sold out. Another really famous museum called like I'm not even going to pronounce it because I'll get made fun of by the Dutch listeners. It's, it's spelled R I J S K, museum. Got a bunch of famous Thanks. paintings. It was really cool. It was really cool. So we did that. And overall, I mean, the weekend was crazy. I think the craziest story, though, um, this is going to be a callback for our OG listeners. So Yoni and I have been doing this podcast for a while now. And about three years ago, 2021, right before I graduated high school, I went to Guatemala um, with my brother and sisters. And in Guatemala, we met four Dutch guys who stayed with us and we kind of partied with them for a weekend. And their names were Boris, Floris, Youp, and Oliver. These guys were awesome. And I, apparently, I talked about them on the podcast before because, well, I'll get, I'll get to that. But basically, when I landed in Amsterdam, when I landed in Amsterdam, the first thing I did was I texted these guys and I said, Guys, I'm in Amsterdam. What's going on? And I haven't talked to these guys in three years. And they basically all of them go to different schools. All and one of them was gonna be in Amsterdam already, because it was like his mom's birthday weekend, so they were celebrating down in Amsterdam. The Netherlands is super small. Like you can basically train anywhere in the Netherlands like in, in two hours. They all decided to come to the Netherlands on Saturday to go out with me. And so, last night, um, you know, I had friends doing different stuff, and I just left to go hang out with my four Dutch friends. And we basically, I mean, yeah, they, they brought up, they asked about the podcast, they're like, how's the podcast going? How many listeners? <laughs> uh, and, and one of them was like, you know, like, you mentioned us before, Boris and Forrest We're like you said we were like brothers. So so we must have talked about Boris and Forrest before. And these guys sure. are so fun. They're they're all a year older than than us. Um, they're finishing up school. And it's crazy, apparently this weekend is literally the only weekend that's gonna worked, Because they all just finished finals. So none of them have work. But like any other weekend they wouldn't have been able to. And I mean, long story short, I was out with these guys till like 6 a.m. And so- <laughs> That's electric. Um, super fun, great guys. Giant shout out, Boris, Forrest, Youp and Oliver. I know I'll see them again. I now have four four friends in the Netherlands. And, and they kept like hyping me up being like, you made this happen, you texted us, yeah. Like they were so hyped that we were just firing Anyways, crazy story, good guys.
0: The Dutch boys return, that that really is wholesome, and it's crazy, like, and yeah, you've mentioned them again in the podcast, you'll have to tell them that we talked about them in this episode too, two for two. The boy, maybe, you know, in a, in a few years from now, we'll, you'll see them again in another country, and uh, it'll be a recurring recurring theme. I gotta meet them one day, one day. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll be a BNP Dutch boys reunion. Um. yeah Uh, we're going back guys now we're fi- wrapping up the episode with our the game we've been playing where we try to guess the person that we're thinking of through a series of intense investigative questions um, I guess we're doing a best of seven what is it now 1-1 one, one, Manny? it is indeed 1-1 one, one. yeah it's about to be 2-1 for this guy real soon um, fuck! I actually need to think of somebody. Can you I not got pick my somebody? person?
1: <laughs> you can't. Like that was fucked. Um he couldn't even guess himself.
0: Um. Okay, I'm just like doing a internet <clears throat> check. <laughs> I like cannot think of anyone. Okay. okay.
1: Uh, all right. Okay. I, I got. Can. I got yours.
0: Okay, I got one for you too.
1: Alright, I won, so I'll, I'll fire the first question. Yoni, is your character fictional?
0: No. It's a real
1: person, okay.
0: Is
1: your character a man? Yes. Is your character a man?
0: No. Is your character real? No. Is your character Taylor Swift? Wow! Quick guess off the bat, not Taylor Swift. I was um, firing. I was firing. Interesting, interesting strategy choice there. Um, okay, it's a man, I, but I not. Real. In the dark. Not real. So it's not me because I am real. Maybe, hopefully, <laughs> a man that's not real is your character an animated character.
1: No, is your character famous?
0: No. Interesting. Stuff like there. Is your character uh someone in like a fantasy world, fantasy realm? What do you mean? Uh examples include Harry Potter, like Percy no. Jackson. Okay.
1: Is your character in one of our families? Yes. <laughs> that's that's big for the program. That is he, big for the program. Is
0: I'm not I'm not getting closer. It's I'm not a real man. <sighs> but it's not an animated character. Is your character from a book?
1: No. Is your character in my family? Yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, that, that leaves two options. What do you mean? You have four,
0: You have... What? <laughs> you have, like, I guess it could be than, my grandma. Like, you also have siblings, cousins...
1: Yeah, but you're not going to pick... You don't know my cousins like that. I know your cousins. What are their them. names, Yoni? What are their <laughs> names?
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, that's going to give you a hint. That's going to give you a hint, and I'm not going to give you the answer, so... Um, What was the last question I asked you? Fuck <laughs> this you is, like, is, is your character famous?
1: Yeah Okay Fuck um, really That was a terrible character. question if, if it's a fictional character How would they not be famous? I
0: don't know Maybe it's like one of your Schizophrenic hallucinations uh,
1: <laughs> You're a Um, Is my character Either my one of my grandmas Or cousins no. <laughs> okay, so now it's two. I
0: was glad you wasted a question on that. It gives me more time. Um, not any bit closer, though. Not an animated character. Not from a book. Not... If it's fictional, I've named all the things that a fictional character can exist in.
1: No, you have not. You just have asked about a book.
0: Book, animated, fantasy. I can't, like
1: is your character terrible
0: is your character in a movie or tv show
1: yes okay is my character my mom (laughs) yes (laughs) you really thought you could beat me with that all right man well you get your rebuttal make your guess
0: is it larry david he's a real person he's a real person is it is it it... uh what's the main character in how i met your mother ted (laughs) yoni we were looking for forrest gump today oh that was a good one fuck it's a good one you know what i had to realize is that Fictional characters don't have to be like completely made up people, it could be like just an act, a character in any film.
1: Yes, it, that's even not if it's like
0: character. a real person, yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, that's Tom Hanks because it's like so Tom Hanks, but like, yeah, it is its own character. That would have been tough to narrow down, though. I mean, movie, what else after movie, it'd be like. Genre? What genre does Forrest Gump even fall into? Is the real question.
1: Life. Um. You're right. I'll give you. Hmm. I'll give you a. I'll give you a softball next. Next round. Yeah, I need a softball. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys. Two one in the series. Yoni will attempt a with comeback.
0: Jill, Fruitless. you, you did not do well for me as my character. Manny, Manny knows you too well. Um, but love yeah. you, Jill. That's my mom. That's his mom. All right. With that, folks, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For the funniest clips from each and every episode, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and subscribe to our Patreon, where you get a free mug included with your subscription and a bonus episode every month, guys. It's pretty freaking epic, okay? Uh, we all we love you all. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your weeks. And yeah, see you guys. Bye bye.